Welcome to Argue Bros, the podcast that gives you multiple perspectives on today's hottest topics. Hosted by Nico Pingin, Fred in Progress, and Jess Freeman. If you're looking for some inspiration from and for normal people, or simply want to know the bros a little more, you better open up your mind to the fresh perspective that's coming your way right now. Now, thank you for joining us on the next episode of Argue Bros. You got your co-host, Nico Pengen, Jess Freeman, and Fred in progress. And we got some juicy, 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 juicy topic to talk about. We're talking about weaponry, guys. Uh, so how do you guys feel about uh, raising your child to either no self-defense or would you rather them, you know, learn about firearms from young, seeing as today's conflicts are uh, rising? Uh, I, I think I need to teach my son how to shoot a gun. All these school shootings. Who? Your son? Why? Your, your, or are your kids, of course, right? Oh, no. Oh, no. I definitely, definitely if I have a daughter. I definitely have a daughter. She'll have to learn how to shoot guns, too. But I think it would be better if she has, like, a knife. <laughs> because wait, wait. I, don't want her to, I don't want her to engage in conflict as much. Wait, hold on. You don't think there's a gun that she can wield? I think that guns are more um of the aggressor type. Where, like, if she doesn't put herself in aggressive situations or dangerous situations, a knife would be more suitable. Interesting. Very, very. So yeah. then, in, in the school situation that you just mentioned, how is she going to defend herself with a knife? Unless she knows how to throw it, like a shuriken. Damn, you bring valid points. I'll take it back. I, I got to equally teach. I got to equally teach. But they ain't bring no guns to school anyway. Come on. They're going to have to use their pencil like John Wick. <laughs> yeah, use their pencil like the Joker. <laughs> Let me show you a magic trick. Yeah! <laughs> One bad day and your kid can be the next school shooter. Bro, hold on now. Hold on. School shooters are a little bit lighter skin tone. Wait, hold on now. <laughs> Thanks, man. Wow, you went. There. I ain't gonna worry about that. I ain't gonna worry about that. You went there. Hey, they could at, be at minimum, my children are gonna be mixed. Hey, and also, there's school shootings all the time in hood schools. They don't record those though. They just say those are the drive-by. No, 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 no. I'm saying the. Now, in that case, though, I actually I want to fall back and I want to defend that though because in those cases though, it's a specific individual or a group of individuals that they're targeting. Versus in what Fred was referring to was all out slaughter. Like, I'm just trying to, you know. Versus targeting all that. That's gang violence. That's different. Full yeah. shooter and gang violence is a whole different in, thing. Yeah. In hood places, you're looking for a specific individual or a group of people versus like. Oh, I say hood. I said gang violence. You no, separate, no, no, no. I'm separate. saying. No, no, no. Just, just said. Uh, oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay. So okay. he was saying hood. In those hood violences, they're going for a specific group of people. So it's like if you're doing your own thing, you're fine. But in what you were saying, Fred, uh, those kids don't have a choice because you you don't know how they feel. Like if they hate one person, they might take everybody out. Now, if your child knows how to wield a weapon, they're not going to be able to bring the firearm in school regardless. So it's just going to be for their benefit towards like hopefully if they survive elementary school, middle school, and high school. Because I just saw the news the other day that there was an elementary student. He was like, seven years old shot and killed the teacher what yeah what? <laughs> yeah with a gun i was like what bro, bro, i'm mad you coming to school like me i got my nice hot coffee let me get a little sugar okay guys today we're gonna be learning algebra i think i don't like algebra 
like, okay, Timmy, but imagine there was 11 bullets in your gun and you shot one. Bang! Oh, my God. There's only 10 now. Oh, yeah, you're stupid. Bro, it is crazy. trying to do something. Dude, that's crazy. That's cool. That's crazy. That's crazy, though. Wait, so he's going to juvie, I assume. I don't think so. I think he's going to try it as an adult. Oh, okay, okay. I was about to say you got to get all free. I was like, wait, what? No, I don't think free. I have to look at. I have to look it up. What what they're gonna do because he's so young. He it might have. They might say that it was an accident because. Nah, I think I think they'll blame the parents at that age. They'll say that's parenting neglect because mm. they didn't teach them so how to control. You think that Fred's gonna also do that? <laughs> Shit, I know, I know. See, now you're talking. Now you're trying to say I'm inadequate. That's different. That's different. <laughs> I'm going to teach no. my child about firearms from young so they know the dangers no, no. of them. Because mm. it's, mainly, it's mainly education because what, like humans all are, we fear what we don't know. And so if they know and understand what the weapon is and what it means to end a life with that weapon, from no, young, okay. they would not use it in that manner. That's why I would like to teach. And also I want to teach my child like martial arts, some hand-to-hand combat kind of things as well. Cause I, think mm. it's, I think it's better for at a younger age for them to understand how to defend themselves from young. Hmm. Something I didn't learn. That's why I want. I wanted to. I'm impart things to my children that I didn't learn. That I understand is also part of human society. Because at some point in your in, in your life, you're going to gonna have to defend yourself. And it's, I think it's better if they learn it from young than um having to learn it when they're older. Because you know, kids are sponges and they take on information way quicker when they're younger and add it on to their entire character of being as they grow older. So you think that you'd be able to teach them enough for them to be able to cap- be capable of making those distinctions at the young? Bro, they're three year old, the three year old, four year old Russians flipping over children. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure I could send them to some sort of class or something to get taught martial arts from my respectable teacher. Maybe even my sensei in the future when I start martial arts. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll find one that teaches adults and children. I mean, if you get to the black belt, you could teach them. Um, just because you're a black belt doesn't mean you're a good teacher. Ah, could mean you're a student. So I would rather bring them to someone who has skills in being the teacher more than being the student. Now, if I think I have qualifications because I mm-hmm. converse with my then teacher and he starts putting me in training with other people to then train lower belts, and of course, yeah, I could train them certain basics and fundamentals. But I think it would be better to bring it to the person who actually is skilled in teaching. Now, would you just teach them guns or um, would you also like... No, I'm to... and guns. No, 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 I'm gonna say, guns. Or, or would you also like to have them learn how to do like... Shurikens, axe throwing, uh, bows and arrows. No, it's illegitimate. No, I'm not going to waste their time with non-faculties. I'm only going to teach them martial arts, gun weaponry, and then either a knife skill or some sort of throwing. So I haven't decided which one's more logical. So I'll think about maybe um like small little throwing knives, just just tiny little ones for fun, that kind of thing. Because then that'll, that'll get their precision and their aim going. Because it all, it all goes together with the body mechanics as well. Like martial arts, you have to have the precision, the timing and such. It all goes together anyway. I, for one, will start off with fun, like throwing cards. Card throwing would be fun. Throwing cards? I say about five. I think I started Wait, with five. What do seven. you mean throwing cards? Throwing cards. Like um, like throwing cards, you can get a pack of cards and learn how like to throw Like Hisoka? Yes, pretty much. Yes, like Hisoka, without, without the gum attachment to pull your card but then, back. But then what's the what's like, what's like the point of the... And he, when he says Hisoka, he's talking about Hisoka from Hunter x Hunter, the one of the first main villains in the first arc who looks who's look like a clown kind of nigga who throws cards. <laughs> so, anyway, what's are you saying? What's the benefit of it? Yeah. What's the realistic ten? It's it's fun practice because it all they're all the same thing. You're going to using your wrist to throw. You're going to be using the aiming perception, the uh, timing, all that. And then once you switch it to an actual weapon, then it's going to be this pretty similar. You're just going to figure out the different weights of the object and such. Oh, so then wouldn't it also be beneficial if they learn how to play darts too? 
Yes, darts would be another thing, but darts is a little bit different because darts you you throw it a certain way only, and you hold uh, that you hold that, that that hand up and you toss it. But with card throwing, you're using your wrist, you're using your entire motion to uh-huh. control the card and control how you release it. So it's a little bit different. Now, of course, I'm not, I'm not knocking dart throwers. Y'all, that's some complicated shit. I'm just saying it's different from throwing weapons a little bit. Wait, so then would that also be different from like baseball and football because you're also throwing? Okay, we can we can bring in all throwing aspects, but I mean a little bit different because you're using your entire body to throw a baseball and a football. But like if you're good if you're good at the throwing cards, it's more about your wrist and the concealment of it and and how and keeping it simple motions versus like throwing uh, baseball. You have to curl up, control the entire motion and throw it from your arm out or whatever and from your body out. And then with football, you do the same thing with your body. It's a whole motion. So it's a little bit different. That's why card throwing is the simplest way because you're using your hands and your wrist and just your part of your arm to try to throw with that flick. So it's literally like a more efficient way of getting the job done. Yeah, that's more. I think that'll be just more fun for the child instead, instead of all the other stuff. Mm, that's and this is, of course, I'm not forcing any of this on my child. I'm gonna introduce them to it, and if they like it, we'll continue. If not, then I'll just keep my hobbies to myself and let them find their own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna force my child to learn anything. I mean, they don't want to defend themselves. They don't have to. I mean, like, I'd rather at least give them the opportunity to do. If so. they see you doing something and you're absolutely garbage, of course they wouldn't want to do it. But if they see you like hit like a couple bullseyes or targets with like either shurikens or with throwing cards and they're like hey how did you do that especially if you use like metallic cards or like stainless steel cards not just like the plastic cards like if you actually use something and like like uh, if you set up like a soda cans and like you threw the cards and you hit the soda cans and it just remains stuck i'm pretty sure that would be like actual character right in in marvel who my gambit yeah yeah gambit (laughs) oh no like batman i like that no no lie like if if we got a million dollars Get a few titanium little small swords made, and just be practicing. When someone try to whoop somebody, try to rob you, they gotta whip their gun out first. But I'm just gonna be like out of my wrist. This knife's gonna fly out. Yeah, you and you're gonna, gonna be like the fate from League of Legends. They're gonna be surprised. I'm gonna be running for my life after that. That's a gambit from Marvel and twisted fate from from League of Legends with the car skills. Anybody come? And that's kind of funny too, because then you could just walk into a location as long as you have that pack on you. You know, anything goes down, you're Gucci. We 3D printing guns right now. Why don't we just 3D print knives, throw? <laughs> just walk to the airport with weapons. I mean, not walk to the airport with weapons. Uh, they're not gonna consider. They're not gonna consider cards a weapon, but they will definitely consider knives. And I'm talking um, about 3D printed shuriken things that look look, look sharp. Mm, but you wouldn't be able to walk into a public facility. Yeah, well, because if you have um, if you pay hundred dollars for um. Fast pass to get on planes. They don't do the the checks. They just usually walk through the metal detector. So with plastic, the metal detector is not going to find anything. Or I think they don't do bag more, checks. I think it'd be more legitimate if you had like the metallic ones that are dangerous, but they're pieced apart. So that way, when you need it, it's like in three. It's or metal. I'm talking about going through an airport. I can't go through an airport with metal. So I'm saying 3D printing the knives. Mm. Tran- tran- transport them. That we are always armed. So on a plane, for example, somebody trying to take over the plane, you know, you can you can whip you can whip this out and be like, and then the plastic just breaks. And you're like, oh. <laughs> I mean, if you aim for like the eyes or something, you might be lucky. Because plastic can be short nowadays with the 3D printers and stuff, man. You can nick somebody. You just need that half a second to like get them distracted to just run in and you know hit them. But yeah, for more for a party trick, that's fun. And then yeah, with the metal ones, definitely as well will be actually useful. But again, I was I, w- I wouldn't want to do it unless I had money to actually craft my own, like the the dimension dimensions. Oh, you want to create your own? Like that's how selfish you want to be with it? Yeah, because I mean, you don't think there's any good companies that are making it right now? I haven't found any online that are actually selling good throwing hey, weapons. Any any throwing companies or any companies that create throwing cards, 
If you felt insulted by Fred, just hit him up and be like, hey, listen, try this They're out. They're for entertainment, not for threatening lives. I'm talking about like ones that are actually, well, the ones that actually can threaten lives. I don't think the ones that can threaten lives are, are public. I think they're more associated with like... Exactly. That's why I said I have to make my own. I have to have money and then be able to hire craftsmen to make my own, to my own schematics. But if you use a 3D printer that has metal or stainless steel as a, f- a source, wouldn't you be able to do it yourself as long as you create the blueprint? That's an expensive go around. What you think is more affordable? Hiring someone who already has a metalworking shop. I'm gonna go to the blacksmith like in manga. Oh. Be like, man, oh, blacksmith. Here's my dimension. Please, craft me this. Yo, Fred's gonna be like, and he's gonna ask you, what kind of class are you? You look like you're a mage with a high intellect. It's like, but this is for high dexterity. I was like, are you sure you're capable? I was like, yes, I have the capacity to switch my points over to dexterity as long as you finish. What are these scars my- on my fingers? You think they're <laughs> from me sewing? <laughs> yeah, that's so funny. It's like, yeah, you got the dexterity, all right. Let me, let me, let me draft this up for you. Now, that's actually- any true. That's it'll be so much fun though. Like even if it not logically can be deadly or protective, it's fun in general. Like it'd be fun just to be throwing things accurately because it's such a, it's a fun skill to have. That's why I want to learn card throwing later on in life. Probably next year, probably have some time, and then I'll go from card throwing to maybe throwing sharp things like knives. Yeah, there's uh there's different places now that are popping up about like bow and arrows, axe throwing, and I think either I'll smack a needle with bow and arrow. Get out here, bro! I'll, I'll smack it. I'll, I'm gonna throw my phone, throw my phone at them. Be more dangerous than the bone. <laughs> we try to pull the string back. Be like, bow. Throw my brick ass phone at them. How do you like it so far? Don't forget to reach out via social media and suggest the next hot topics to argue about. Because I, I was looking at that and I was thinking, like, should I go to one of those places? Because I love the bow and arrow. And I didn't mean insult. My bad. Huh? No, I, I can, I can, I can use a bow and arrow. Like, I know how to hit it. You know, I know I had how to hit a target, and I was like, "Yo, my nine hundred dollar iPhone will smack shit at you." And I, like, I know I could go to a place, and I was like, "Yo, it's not even too bad to go somewhere." And then just because I had to, I had to learn how to do that prior to when I was younger, and so now that I I'm a little bit older, I'm just like, "Yo, I could go in there, and we could go in as a group of people because they they always have like competitions about like who can hit like the most bullseye out of like either the axe throwing." The bow and arrow, and I forgot the other one. I think it's, I think it's shuriken, but I'm not too sure. I know it's another kind of throwing weaponry kind of thing. I was like, yo, that's actually not bad. Like, I definitely would want my kid to learn how to do bows and arrows as well as potentially a crossbow, especially if it's, it's like archery. A, it's called archery. Well, not not necessarily the whole archery concept, but just those. No, I'm saying bows and arrows is called archery. Oh, like teach them archery versus teach them how to use a bow and arrow. It's the same thing. Yeah, I'd say tomato, tomato, bows <laughs> oh and arrows. I want them to, because oh I want them, I want them to have the strength to be able to pull the the string, because that's really hard. More than anything, is pulling a string, and then with the crossbow, you have to be able to handle it with care because it's really heavy. But then there is newer, smaller. I'll be, out, you might be out there hunting with, with a bow and arrow and teach a child to go hunt with a oh, yes. bow and arrow. Yes, it's way more effective, especially if you if you can hit your target. If you could hit, yeah, your I'm giving my child an air rifle. We going hunting. What you talking about? Yeah, I I would love to hunt I'm with giving a, my son a real gun. I I fam. Yeah. <laughs> I hear nothing yeah. about training. I hear nothing about training. Uh, yo, Rafi, you heard that? You heard that child shot his teacher? You heard that child shot his teacher? I think that just. <laughs> nah, I hear it be rabbit. I hear it be rabbit. I hear it's bang, daddy. I shot my leg. 
You didn't tell me that this is gonna hurt. <laughs> like there's a hole in my leg now. It's like, oof. I mean, you said I told you to point at, you know, where you're trying to shoot it. It's like, but I wanted to make sure it worked. If he what? If my <laughs> yo, if my kid ever said that, I'll just look at him like, did this oh. motherfucker really come from my ball sack? <laughs> Excuse the French. I'm just like. Uh, because with bows and arrows, you 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 can't accidentally hit somebody. Like you have to pull that string back physically. So you have yeah, to. Yeah, but it's not like it, it's when it, crazy when it's gun, hard, bro. It can be done easily. Have you done it? Yeah. It is crazy hard. Are you kidding me? The aiming is hard. Yeah, aiming is the hardest part. No, I mean aiming so is not the hardest string- part. Pulling the strings <laughs> is the hardest part. Aiming is the easiest part. Okay, pr- on the practicality, how practical? Like, how much are you gonna have your child train this? No, it'll be like something like once a month for an hour or two. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, it's it's something that you don't need too much work to do. You just have to get used to like consistently pulling the strings Cap, back. Because you know, yeah. Rafi, the better he feels. No, you just gotta keep pulling the str- like once once you get used to pulling the strings, then your left hand is like the guiding hand, and then you just learn how to target. And then obviously, you know, wind, distance, and angle, etc. But once you once your once your arms are used to pulling back the string, you're you're pretty much all set. And the bigger the bow, the more you have to pull. Like that's what I like like about like the English longbowmen, especially from like Age of Empires. I used to always play them because they would be like almost like a hundred feet away and they would just be hitting. And it's like a normal bow and arrow doesn't go that far. The but middle range, have, but when you have a long boat, but you have to have a lot of strength to be able to pull all that and hit like that's crazy. Nah, Assassin's Creed was it for me with the bows. They really after Assassin's Creed, I was like, oh, bows are really yeah, especially for the for like the you know earlier days like sticks and stones times. You know what I mean? Early nah, civilization. They, Assassin's Creed got me into the the knife throwing assassination. Like, cause he would do some of those executions like that. And I'm like, yo, cause I used to always think like, if you throw it, like what are the odds that it's going to hit the hilt or, or hit the, hit the back part? <laughs> and like, you just like hit him I in the head. <laughs> <laughs> you just hit him in the head. And it's just like, oh, I didn't mean for that to happen. <laughs> Man, like, what? Cause I, I used to think like, yo, all these ax throwings and stuff like that. Like, how do you know that it's going to hit with the actual, the striking part? Like same with like the the Native Americans that they had act throwing and stuff like that. Like, how do you know that when you throw it, that your target is gonna receive the cutting end and not just like the holding end? Like, is there a science to it? I would assume. Man, I, I just know my fingers are not are not very uh, flexible yet. See, but the dude the dude doing with those um with those doing the knife tricks as well. All this stuff is very interesting. Just the, the intricacy of, of how it's done. It always intrigues me. Like how much work has to go into being able to do that and use your hand in such a manner. That's why it starts simple with card throwing. Hmm. And you think you'll so with card, you'll be able to gradually like increase the weight once you get used to it to be able to handle like a a knife. Not the weight, or... the complexity. The weight not is not as important. Hmm. He's talking about the wrist motion. Yeah, the wrist motion in your the fingers. Wrist, the finger motion, yeah. Your, your hands are your fingers are gonna be the, the one directing it went wrong with your wrist. Hmm. But overall, I definitely teach my child hand-to-hand combat and weaponry. You think it's something that's super needed in today's day and age? Yeah, if I had to create a curriculum as I raise my child, definitely how to build, how to fight, 
and how to shoot are definitely in the top three. And of course, in those, I'm going to be teaching them different moral values as I'm teaching them things, because you can learn so many different things from each each where, one of those topics. Yeah, where would conflict resolution fall? Would that be in the fighting? No, that would be in the premature emotion. Like, before you teach them the fight is when you're teaching them how to conflict resolute. Because you're going to have to teach them when you have to use this. Because you're not just going to teach them and they just go like, I'm going to just fight everybody. No, you got to teach them when to use it and when to use it when the, when the resolution doesn't work. And when they're teenagers hot-headed. And I think they'll be trying to fight me. I'm going to be like 55. I'm going to still be I'm at old man strength, though. Yeah, like, man. Like, damn, you didn't get my favorite milk. And you're about to get these fists. Hey, hey, bro, there's a story. Recently, I think it's like last year, that this father killed his son because he didn't give him money after he made it to the NFL. Oh my no. God! Swear to God! That's a, wow! That's a logical. So what if it was vice versa with you? You know what I mean? That's why every time I see stories like that, I always think stuff like that. Like, what if it was vice versa with you? I try not to worry about it too much because it's mostly offshoot stories. The the um the the different stories usually are very rare. That's why they stick out so much and they're remembered. Mm. And also, I think it's a failure on the parent. Like. Generally, I, I don't think myself is infallible, but I also don't think I'd make such large blunders in raising a child. But I haven't been there to know. I just don't think I would. Yeah, it's, like, it's something that at least you're aware of. Like, you know, conflict resolution is needed in today's day and age. Plus, you do have to be aware that if things go sour, as in life, there's no such thing as anything perfect, no perfect negotiation, no perfect conflict resolution. It'll come to pass. And it's better to be a warrior in a garden than a garden. I'm a stump on that phrase. I will I'm a yo Justin get our pitchforks. Get our flame. Burn that shit down. Get the ground, baby. Cause I think it's much better to at least be aware of what you're capable of as well as what everyone else is capable of uh, capable of. No, but it's true though. When you think about it, you know, wouldn't you rather them know like, you know, be a black belt by the time like they're like fifteen so and and know how to like do all the weaponry. No, I'd rather they do what they like. That's why I'll introduce it to them. If they want, I'll give them the basic curriculum. They like to go forward with it, great. But at least I introduce the tools to them. Mm, I'm going to be more of a hands-off father. I'm going to instead guide them, teach them the basics hey, of the hey, they need, and then allow them to choose which way they want to go. Hands-off, not deadbeat, okay? Don't bash him. LOL. See, I'll be like, um... I'll be like, I'll be like a little Yoda. I'll, I'll give them the basic wisdoms and let them go out and actually learn the experience. And Bro, that's horrible. Go back and find me. You're like, but but you told me this way. I'll, okay, son, I'll let you know. The way you must go is not always the going away. And I'll have to figure out what that means. So going live through life a little bit. Oh my lord, that's tough. <laughs> you trying to? Hey, raise, you're, that's when I give them. That's when I give them workshops beforehand. I'm gonna give them workshops beforehand. You trying to? You trying to raise up a Spartan? No, I'm just. I just want. The, I don't want. I don't want to influence their life too much. Because I've seen the opposite spectrum of parents just forcing their child to do things because they think it's right, or or because they generally genuinely think it's right. And that's the scariest thing when they genuinely think it's right and ignore what possibly could be going wrong because they have confirmation bias afterwards because all they see is the positive things as to what they were saying that should be right and not all the negatives that could be going on inside or outside the individual. So that's why I'd rather give them the base understanding for different things that are going on in life and explanations and stuff as well. And if they want to know more, they will ask me because children are very curious and they want to know more. And I can also, I'm going to not, just because I'm hands off to not mean I'm not eyes on. It's a completely different thing. 
I'm gonna be watching that nigga like a hawk at all times. That nigga, that woman, my child, female or male, my children, I'm gonna be watching them like a hawk, man. They think I'm not there. I got binoculars trained on them niggas. So I think I'm not teaching them. I'm gonna teach them when they need to be taught. I'm just gonna be hands off most of the time, but I'm gonna be watching them. And then plus, I want my wife to be stay at home. So my wife gonna be watching them more than me. She'll be like, being like, yeah, did you hear what Derek did? I'm like, oh, he did that? All right, let me let me talk to Derek. Let me, let me get my hands ready. No, I need my child Derek. I just wanna put that out. Derek is not a good name for a child. I mean, <clears throat> Derek is not a name for my child. <laughs> he said, my kid now, let me put these gloves on real quick <laughs> it's like everybody else says, let me get this belt real quick so I was like let me, let me get these gloves on real quick hey uh, Derek three, round, three rounds hey Derek you said that you you a man right we'll put these gloves on real quick let me see how much of a man you, you are you were pulling Joshua <laughs> I'll be watching my child I don't trust near, I don't trust no, the, I don't trust the adults nor the children no, it's a, it's a tough society. That's not that's not such a bad way of looking at it because it's it's tough to trust other people when you know how other people think, you know how other people react, and you can only imagine how younger kids in this younger generation all need instantaneous results and instant everything. Uh, and so if they don't get their way, they might just jump to violence in some yeah, way, shape, I'm or form. I'm not even just talking about violence. I'm talking about like the teachers too, like the school system. Like I'm gonna have to do. I under, I understand now. The, the the parents trying to move houses to go to good schools um districts and stuff yeah so I'm just man. like man I don't, anybody could be a teacher nowadays they teach yes. niggas pronouns before they teach in their verbs yo you, chill. you can call, you can call me he or she or they or them or us or we nigga if you don't teach them how to use a verb nigga I don't give a fuck what they call you <laughs> oh, teach you. my god bro get out of here all this stupid all this stupid stuff they teach and that's why I, I, I don't want to homeschool my child because it'll eliminate their social learning skills and stuff as well in their real life adaptation but as well i need to be aware of what they're being taught in class because these things should be stupid Nah, that's true about the 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 location thing because it's the difference between a teacher who is only doing the teaching because they're getting paid to do it versus a teacher in a good district that they're earning very well and they're generally just like doing their job. It's a huge difference. One is just to pay bills barely and the other one is thriving in what she or he is doing and that they literally want to just continue teaching, teaching, teaching. And it's tough. And not to say that, that in those districts that there isn't lack of money, that there isn't those teachers. It's, just, it's tough for those teachers to remain there. Like when you're a teacher and you're barely making wages in a bad district, you're getting disrespected by kids, you're disrespected by your supervisors, you're barely making money, you might lash out at the kids, you might lash out at everybody, even the parents too. So it's like who would want to have their children to be in that kind of environment? You would rather, obviously, if you believe your child has knowledge and it has potential, than being in an environment where they can actually thrive versus having to default to using all the weaponry and all the self-defense skills that you taught them since young. And it's like, yo, dad, every day, I'm, it's just like I'm fighting. It's like a fighting tournament manga. And like, when is the fighting arc ever going to be over? It's like, I think when you graduate from the school district. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, no, no, when you get accepted to the next school, that's when they'll be <laughs> over. <laughs> it's like, no, nah, I want a transfer arc now, dad. Can I transfer to the good school now? It's like, Son, you know we can't afford it. You're just going to have to stick here and just get better at fighting. That's a tough situation to be in. I'm about to raise Ken from Street Fighter. <laughs> and then if you do you try to... Be careful. Raise, you try to raise a main character. You know, most of the main characters got sad family history. Their parent got killed usually or something. Man. You, try, <laughs> you yeah, raise man, Ken, you, you got it. 
Easily. I ain't go out no easily. Nah, no easy. Look at Naruto. Naruto's parents got wiped. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They sacrificed themselves because they could have definitely sacrificed. That's what I'm you saying. That's how much you love your children. Yo, gonna, your child going to be coming out like, uncle, uncle, my, my, can you te- teach me? My father died. They killed him. I'm like, yep, I knew, I knew that would happen. You're the, you're the main character. Tell us something. You're not going to say who? Who it's killed like, him? You're going to say, I knew it? Yeah, like tell us some memories of my dad. What was he like? Was like, well, we know for sure he didn't want you. (laughs) (laughs) And then that's when I'm gonna be like with my Yoda shit, like, like in my ghost form, like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. One must not say that. Say that, not one. Have a normal life. Just have a nice little normal life, man. That's all I want. That's all I want. My children have a nice little normal life. I'm being protective as hell, though. Now I don't know if I don't know if that exists though, because look at Elon Musk. He's so rich and powerful. He's homeschooling them. He's like, I don't want them to be learning stuff in school. Like these schools don't teach kids how to how to be themselves. They teach them how to you know be a hey, block. Um, excuse me, sir. I'm not talking about billionaires now. If I'm a millionaire, maybe, but no, chill out. <laughs> I got, I'm a normal individual at this point in my life. No, but they I'm going to public school. <laughs> you didn't even think about putting them in private school or or uh, a charter school. If I'm making six figures, they can go to private school. Okay. They want charter school and they come home and get cable. What's wrong with you? <laughs> no, but exactly. charter schools are, are just like, it's like, the isn't charter school? It's private school, but you paid for. No, nah, isn't it private hey, one, school that I'm the be, government pays Mr. for? I'm going to be Mr. Assessment. Well, I thought that's what a charter school was. That It's a private school that the government pays for. Yeah, so it's pretty much like a public school. But um, I have no knowledge of what a charter school, so y'all talking above my head right now. Yeah, so charter schools, a charter school is a public school that is funded by tax money, but it's ran like a private school. So you have to get in. Yeah, so you have to be. You have. Are you talking like gifted kind of school and sort of specific specific schools for different? No, that's why Justin said it's a public school. It's just it's just a private school that the that. What do you have to get in for? What, what, you have to meet certain criteria, like grade levels. Yeah, or? yeah. I, I think it's like the parents have to have a certain like, I don't know, tax bracket or something. I'm not so, quite sure. Yeah, there's something. There's, there's there's criteria to meet. Yes, and there mm-hmm. might be waiting list if it's a very coveted charter school. Like, hey, this was the charter school that you know Albert Einstein went to. It's like, oh, you know, there's ten thousand kids that have been waiting for three years or since the mm-hmm. since they were born, they've been trying to get into this elementary charter school. Like I've heard those stories. It's like, oh, there's thirty six thousand kids on the waiting list to this charter school because it's free, but you there's certain criteria that has to be met. But it's the it's kind of like the best of both worlds. But it has that big, long list, especially if it's good and effective. Like if your kids or if the alumni of those schools are known to be very, you know, smart, ambitious, and they have all the tools at their disposable at that school, parents want to put them in. Versus a school that has terrible ratings, has potential, you know, consistent fighting, has, you know, no accolades, no alumni that are notable, etc. You'd rather put them in either a private school, but if private schools are expensive, you know, you put them into a charter school, which is a subsidized government kind of thing. Okay, that's essentially what a charter school is. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing private school. Most of my money, unless I have extra money, I love assessments. So, and I wish I would have had a lot more assessments when I was younger. So most of my money, my child, I'm be doing different assessments. Like I'm gonna do IQ tests. I'm gonna do um the personality. I'm gonna be doing a lot of different assessment tests to figure out more about my child so I can raise them better on on who they are. But then if your assessment says that they're the top one percent, you're gonna put them with the other ninety nine percent. No, I would not do that because I mean no, 
I would not do either one. I'll first mm-hmm. ask them what they want because if they're top 1%, they're intelligent enough to communicate with me. So I'll communicate with them see what they want because sometimes putting in the top 1% puts a lot of expectation on that they can't handle, which I realize. What if they're the opposite of you? What if they're not top 1% at first? That's fine. They could be normal. I just don't nah, want to. I just want to be able to. Yeah, I'm going to that how they are. Though. It's like you. So you'd be okay if they decided to just mingle with everybody else? Yeah. Just because they're top 1% doesn't mean they have to live the life that the top 1% live. I just want them to be happy and enjoy the life they live. I don't really care if they go on to be great or go on to be average. I just want so, to understand who they are and they understand who they are so they can make educated decisions. I'm all about educated decisions. Like, even if it's a wrong decision. You're all about a laissez affair autonomy. You can find two words there that semi-collate. What? what? Lays a affair, so that means that you lay your hands off. And Correct. But, but it's with information, though. It's with information, though. So they understand. No, no, right. I understand like who you, they are. Like you don't want to watch out them. for what I can watch out for the things that will come up for that. Kind so of like you wouldn't be the parent that like is like, hey, listen, I couldn't be a basketball player, so you need to go be a basketball player. They're like my test subject, and I'll, I'll be constantly doing assessments and research on them and watching them from afar and guiding them. Because you know, there's parents that are like, I couldn't make it to the NBA, so you got to do it for me. Far. It's like I couldn't, I couldn't play a sports team or do X, Y, and Z in high school or college. So you got to do it for me now, son or daughter. It's like I got to live through you. So make sure you, you know, you meet all my expectations and standards. It's it's tragic when people live like that. That's why I said you have the lazy affair and you want that autonomy on your child for them to be able to, especially, especially that's that's why I said, especially if they're like top one percent intellect, where they're capable of seeing like, oh. Yeah, I could do that, or I could just do my other interests. Some parents would be like furious, like, "What? You don't, you don't want to be an NBA player? You don't want to play football? You don't want to do boxing? You don't want to do knife throwing? Like, what? What did I even bring you into this world for? Like, you're supposed to be the next generation of me. That means you must do what I say. You know, those parents like that. You came from me. Yeah. And if you don't do what they, if you don't do what they want you to do, you're failing them. Like you're such a failure of a child. It's like, why am I failing? Because I wanted you to do A, B, C, and you decided to do R, Q, N. I told you to shoot that black teacher you had, and you said you love her. <laughs> you don't need math in this country, boy. That's a great example, too. That's a great example, too. You know what I'm saying? That's why it's like, if you have the chance... And they and they're very autonomous from young. They're very smart and oriented, and they know what they want. You know that's a tough decision to make because if it's something that you see is a danger, that's gonna that's gonna make you have like that decision to make. Like, dang, do I need to do I need to overstep what my more my uh, mind is situated on, or do I know that I just you need to you know make this impertinent? You're decision. talking to a studier. I'm gonna be reading like at least a year's worth of knowledge before I even have my first child. I can tell from development what I should be doing. Do I need to measure their digits to see what, what skills they're going to be, their finger digits? Like I'm going to be doing so much research to figure out what I'm going to do to look out for for children. Oh, so you're going to be a thorough father? That's how I do everything. I'm thorough in everything I do. I do much research and I feel like I don't know nothing still. So, hey, so if any women are listening, just so you know, if you get this man, he's going to be the best father possible. I don't feel comfortable with this topic. Just say, <laughs> don't bring me, don't give me that question. <laughs> That's what, we got the opposite. We got the super father and we got the runaway father. <laughs> oh, I, I said don't, don't, I said don't. I don't like the topic, and you just gonna label me. I'm not no runaway father. Hey, right? hey, that could have been me. Oh. I, I didn't say who was the super father. I could have been talking about me. 
Hey, you can fuck yourself out there in the open. No, I'm just <laughs> don't label me. I'm not no runaway father. All right. Uh, he just went to the store to get some milk. They just went out there and check out some more. You know, oh, come on, man. Uh, those are That's tough. Good. Those are tough because I, I definitely want to teach my children. I just not, it's not even about just children, but it's about picking the right the right uh, spouse partner. Yeah. Thank you. Because actually, now that you say that, now that you say that, like, yeah, Fred, like, what if, what if your wife says, like, I don't want my children to be around violence? <laughs> <laughs> I would, be, we wouldn't have gotten that far. We're gonna be having all these conversations before I even engage her. We're gonna be, gonna be like, these are gonna be questions on my questionnaire. Mm-hmm. Like, who are you as an individual, and who am I as an individual? All right, let's say I, you. I, have like a... I said, I'll talk to another girl. I look at marriage as a contract. And in a contract, you're not going to sign a contract without doing research into the other person signing the contract. Right. So for, I'm not going to buy a house without having an inspector, without right. then going inspecting myself, make sure I like the house, and doing history research on them. So I'm not going to I'm not going to get into a marriage without first having a lot of conversation talks and understanding about the what kind of individual they are, what kind of life they led, and what do they believe in. Like if I can't if I don't understand those things, why would I? I'm not going to get married first. No, 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 no. Because then she could teach them. Next, she could teach them. No, no, but how long into dating would you wait to... to... Again, I'd rather have a teacher teach my children, not a learner. No. If she... Sure, that's a possible (laughs) thing, yes. Possibly. Congratulations. What if she's a teacher? What what is she right? she's the teacher of firearm? What's she what's she's the teacher of my student? She's the teacher. I still want to It don't matter because a mother is a teacher of all things. Mm, very true. We have to agree. We have to agree on a lot of different things. Right, we got to agree on teaching styles. We have to agree on what we want from our children. And we have to agree on a lot of now, things before you just sign a marriage. Contract. How long will that take you, bro? How will you start dating this girl today, right? Let's say you said in, in months, months to a, to a year. year. I'm, what we, I'm not really, we're going to be talking a lot. Six months to a year for me to vet a person, I believe, would be enough time, honestly. Because the way I ask, the way I talk and the way I ask questions, I'll, I'll be able to find out. And my intuition is very strong. So I can just can't gather very quickly by saying talking to them and then realizing they're not the person very quickly so i can easily i can disqualify very quickly because you have that intuition plus you can read and listen really well read people and listen very well thanks Hmm. and and it would take you six months to a year to get all that you wouldn't be able to figure that out in like four or five conversations or is just too long or not enough information no, the, because the initial the initial few times talking to them is just to disqualify them. After I don't disqualify so them, I text you, you could she just book a whole bunch of gigs with you on here consulting? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> I mean, oh. I guess like, I mean, I guess that works. She said all the right things. Yo, ladies, if y'all got some bread, <laughs> no, if y'all got some game, talk to Fred. No, not some game. Fred don't come cheap. Let him know, Fred. Ninety dollars an hour for your consultant. <laughs> know that this ain't free; it's a business. That's funny. Now, nah, but you know we've having so much fun, guys. You know what else do you guys have to promote so that way, yeah, uh, we can just cut this up because this, this is such a fun episode. Um, I, I have something very important. I'm, I'm about to start writing again because I realize I need feed you water in my life, and I ain't trying to pay out of my paycheck. <laughs> so I'll be I'll be commissioned to write for feed you water. Hey, that's y'all want to get like y'all want to get like two posts a week. Hey, hey two posts a week this time. Like, one post in my entire lifetime. A, a one post in my entire lifetime to two weeks like that is like a hundred x the output. Hell yeah, bro! Fred in progress is progressing. I, I'm thirsty, you know. Yeah, man. Feed feed I yourself. I got expensive water taste. Get yourself fed. <laughs> feed you yourself. Stinky, <laughs> and you just. <laughs>
Ain't nothing new, man. Stories to come. Uh, stories to come. Keep writing. Free yourself. You got a whole bunch of stories in your head now, right? Or are they actually No, written? no, no. I have a whole bunch of stories written. Oh, it's written, just not released? Not released. All right, Some okay. of them are still in progress, but we're here with it. Hey, that's lit. And uh, Nico Pengen here. I just got the website redesigned. So you can check us out at nicopengen.com. We have our Argue Bros uh, podcast there as well. But we're also on Apple, Spotify, and everywhere else. Google Play Podcast too. So like, comment, subscribe. What you liked about this episode, what you didn't like. Uh, we have a whole bunch of new and exciting content coming. We're still thinking about how we can improve the episodes as well as the show overall. So if you have any suggestions, let us know. Any feedback. If you completely disagree with certain things, let us know too. Because we will definitely, definitely respond to that. Other than that, Nico Pingan. Argue Bros, we out. You've been listening to Argue Bros. We hope you enjoyed the show. Don't forget to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and leave us a review to let us know what you think. Keep listening and we'll catch up with you next week.